you get lucky that is pure luck right. which grows overnight right that's just a few fortunate people who just get it's like a one hit wonder yeah but if you really want to survive yeah it takes time right like like i said we started in 2010 mm now when i think of it i still can't believe i'm with this band for 10 years now as long as and i've been even dated my wife and got married to her. <laughs> <laughs> it takes time as long as you have the drive to push it and you know go go yeah, go yeah. keep pushing through keep going yeah. you know you will have your down but keep pushing yeah. but it takes time it's there's nothing that happens overnight right for sustenance it takes time yeah yeah uh-huh. mm. as long as you have the patience to push through it it takes a while <laughs> you need to have patience Ike Abilash is the drummer of the best kept secret one of the biggest bands in India right now we talk about his journey so far and how he didn't hold back from exploring different avenues of music and just exploring different instruments too and how he finally got to become uh, the drummer in multiple bands before being the full-time drummer at the best kept secret we also talk about how you should always adapt to ensure growth and success how things that are important in your life will take some time and how you need to be patient with it and um, also how you don't really need to quit your job to try something that's close to you or something that's a hobby before you take the plunge if you are a musician or you have a keen interest in music then this is the episode for you but if you're not a musician fret not uh personally i felt that there's quite a bit of gyan and value uh, to take away from the episode and i'm hoping that that's the case with you too now before we get into the episode a couple of requests uh it'll really help if you could drop us a like and subscribe to our channel and if in case you're listening to this uh, over any of the audio channels then uh, consider following us or subscribing to us there too so yeah without further ado let's get right to the show I think there's quite a bit to talk about. There's yeah, yeah I, and I think I bored you yesterday with so many topics and uh, just. No, to, it wasn't a bore. It was uh, my wife kept coming and checking on me. I've never heard you speak so much. What are you speaking so much? <laughs> right. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just to kind of um, you know uh, get into where uh, your passion for music mm-hmm. kind of stemmed from. Where did it start? right that's that's basically why i had to you know get you on the show and uh, uh of course people know you from best kept secret and what you're doing right now but a lot of people don't know where it kind of yeah. started right so um for people who don't know what, what best kept secret is if you could just you know walk us through the band and what you guys have been doing off late before uh, we delve into details sometime later okay. uh best kept secret actually was called one night stand mm-hmm. so i don't know how many of them know now but yeah that was that was the original name mm-hmm. and it was actually supposed to be a one night gig mm-hmm. one off gig mm-hmm. so uh, my guitarist and me kn- know each other from a very long time so we used to play together and we have competed with each other in mm. college competitions and all that so um so there was this one show where uh, i mean specifically this gig mm-hmm. where he called me up and he's like hey there is this friend of mine getting married 
he doesn't have any idea of any band or anything but he wants some music that needs to happen mm. and he was like okay are you free can you come and like perform is just like we're not going to rehearse anything just come there yeah. you know the song you know the song you know the song okay just get together play for like an hour or something and they just get it over with right so i was like ah cool no problem yeah. I'm used to all this so when they met uh, met my vocalist that was first time i met him mm-hmm. and uh, asked each other like okay what song do you know what song do you know so we made a list of about 10 15 songs mm-hmm. and then we just performed it and to my stupidity <laughs> i forgot to carry something which is important about the drum kit oh. and i'm like oh god what do i do now and like it's okay anyway let's just wing it let's just do something right. and then we performed and you know, absolutely went flawless and yeah. everyone had a great time and we were like wow man this is a good gig <laughs> yeah it was nice to catch up with you all it was nice jam session and all a week 10 days later my vocalist again calls up and he's like hey there's an enquiry for another show are you free can you play it's going to be the same songs it's going to be the exact same thing yeah, yeah same thing he the, the guy wanted the same songs and this one i was like oh wow okay i'm like cool man anyway i'm free no problem let's do it so when did that and as that kept going from 2 3 shows it became 15 shows became 20 shows right and then we started thinking man maybe we should actually like rehearse properly <laughs> get our chemistries together figure out something and then like you know play even if it's just over the weekends or you know for a small club gig or a pub gig or something let's just play and that's how it started and it went on and that two months gigs went to one year went to three years and now it's almost going to be 10 years since we've been wow together yeah Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. A, it's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and I know for the fact that uh, you guys have a lot of gigs and a lot of work that was planned if it wasn't for COVID and I think you guys will get around to it sometime or the other. Uh but yeah, before we get into those things that if I'm not wrong you have uh some music background, right? You know, I'd say all the music background <laughs> in the world because your it kind of stems from your family, it comes from the kind of education that you had. So um uh, you know maybe talk us uh, through what uh, you know the impact that your family has had when it comes to music and art okay um so my father's side most of them are artists okay. in the sense they are in the art field or they have done something mm. related to art more than your medical <laughs> the regular yeah so yeah. my dad was a guitarist and a graphic designer wow yeah so but because it's so natural in my family i never looked at it as like oh my dad is a guitarist like wow yeah like everyone else would go come to me and man your dad's a guitarist go like, bonkers so cool. about that yeah. yeah and i'm like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i see him play every day so, so for me it was just so i actually got into music very late mm. so, you know i'm not that too. at 3 years and 5 years suddenly realized oh i love playing music <laughs> yeah. i actually got into it quite late actually i got into it only when i got into college and i met my musician friends there okay and that's how it started and uh, so my i mean my dad always anytime i would talk about music he's always there and you know, i was a good listener mm. i used to listen to a lot of music and even my mom mm. and my dad both of them listened to a lot of music so that kind of built into me so i knew music that way Mm. and then when i got into college and then i met my musician friends and then got them home and like you know hey look i have all these new instruments do you guys want to play right. and they're like going bonkers they're <laughs> like oh my god 
<laughs> you have so many guitars and what are you doing? I don't play. My dad plays and I got belted for that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You should have learnt all this. I thought you were like some crazy guitarist and you're like, you know, like playing some major riffs and you know, I don't know anything. So, so then that kind of grew and then I became like a groupie. Okay. Say. <laughs> I would go everywhere where the college band would perform and like, you know. And yeah. it kind of started there. And okay. actually, I was not supposed to be a drummer. Okay. I was actually supposed to be a guitarist. Wow. So <laughs> my friend was like, oh, since your dad's a guitarist, why don't you start playing guitar as well? I'm like, okay, I'll try. <laughs> it's like peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, it actually became peer pressure. And I was just, I, I just turned 18. I was <laughs> like, man, I need to do something. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And uh, I started that. And uh, in like three to six months, I picked up guitaring and I was playing. And then randomly one day one show came up where my guitarist comes to me and he's like, hey, uh, by any chance, can you play some percussion or can you do something? I know you have rhythm sense and all that. Can right. you do something? I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll try. I don't know what I can do so much, but I'll try definitely. Mm-hmm. And then we went and did this small acoustic gig mm-hmm. uh, where we performed and uh, people actually were like, wow, this is really good. And, yeah. You know, Oh, from how long have we been <laughs> like 10 minutes back <laughs> so uh, they fell in love with it and like, then my friends are like oh man you can actually like take it seriously enough like i don't even know let's mm. see mm. and then but i just kept playing guitar i kind of started liking guitar mm. then after that one day one more show came up again like a college competition where my guitarist who's also my best friend mm-hmm. he comes to me and like man uh, why don't you play bass? We don't okay. have a bassy. So you just fill in with some bass lines and we'll do something. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so you're playing strings still now? Yeah, I was just on an acoustic guitar. So right, that's yeah. all I knew. Right. You know, hold a guitar and play something. And, you know, all the girls will like you. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was, and then I started, okay, picked up the bass, played a few percent. Uh, song and that's all I knew only five songs okay so I, <laughs> you asked me to play bass I know these five songs I'll play no right, right so I played that and it was good fun right then say about six months into me getting into music and playing all this uh, the drummer of the college band he quit he said no man I'm serious and he was like a metal drummer these guys wanted to do some other kind of music you know right so he was like no this is not my scene I don't want to do this right and then who to catch? <laughs> <laughs> the guy who keeps changing yeah. <laughs> strings. You come back to me and you're like, hey, you've seen you play percussion. I know you're good and all. Why don't you learn the drums? I was like, oh God, what do I do now? Yeah. So, but then I was like, okay, must be fun. Let's see. Yeah. I picked up the drums. And my dad's best friend, who was the drummer of his band back then, uh-huh. um, had a drum kit, like uh, some 30-year-old drum <laughs> kit. He said, yeah, take it and go. Yeah, you know, yeah. after all, just for learning. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool, awesome. Went to his place, picked up the drum kit, came home, set it up in my house. I started playing. And I didn't have any pedals and drum pedals and ha- nothing. It was just the drums. The bass. Yeah, so then my dad was like, okay, let's do a DIY. And I actually created a pedal using a cycle hub. Wow. As a pedal and then <laughs> welded it together and some circus we did. And I got one pedal done and then I was learning with that. And as my dad said, okay, he's slowly getting more serious into drumming. And then, okay, thought, okay, let's invest in a much better equipment. Right. And that's how it grew. And he kept asking me, are you sure about drumming? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not going to change now. <laughs> so, and then um, 
got into it seriously and kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And yeah, it's been now 15 years. And all of this is... Uh, years. Mm-hmm. And this is all during college times? Yeah. Okay. So, I officially started drumming when I was 19. Okay. Okay. So... Which, according to you, is a little late, yeah, but still, it is late. yeah, no, like I always used to feel behind compared to the rest of my band because mm. they all been playing music and been with instruments for the last five years, six years. So they were just like eight and ten years old when they started. Right. So when you compare it like that, someone starting at nineteen, you just feel like, okay, am I? It does this make sense? Yeah. yeah. But then I thought, okay, mm, mm-hmm. this is something that really is cool. Yeah. And I just kept growing and. And family support was always nice. Like I said, nice. Dad and mom have always been into music. My mom's younger brother was also a guitarist. Wow. Okay. And back in 60s and 70s itself, he used to session with for movies and uh, mm. with big artists, used to tour and all that. Mm. So, so my mom knows what it is. My dad was anyway into it. Right. So that way, I never had that... Uh, uh, bad sign of okay <laughs> you shouldn't do this this is just time pass right you you know yeah. i took it up seriously and i grew and yeah. my dad told me even back then if you're taking it up seriously better get real <laughs> about it no, don't just do time pass right so that's how it happened and nice grew, yeah. yeah and the fact that um, you didn't major specifically in music but in arts you were moved in, if i'm not wrong you um so started. that's a big confusion that a lot of people think that I studied in Chitrakala Parishad, which okay. is an art college, mm. uh, but I majored in fine art painting. Mm. Lot of people thought because I'm in Chitrakala Parishad, they teach music also. That's why you're so good. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're strictly art, like fine art. It's right. a different kind of field, like right. a different kind of subject. Right. I mean, you get inspired, obviously, but right. it's two separate subjects. Yeah. There's no... Like oh, every yeah. band uh, competition we would go to, the moment they, we would say we're from Chitra Kala Parishad, oh, that is why they're winning. Yeah? Like They're all studying music. That's why they're so good. No, like, no. It's definitely different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I studied art. I majored in painting. But I like it's a five-year course where we also learn everything like sculpting, mm. graphic designing, modeling, mm. so many other things. Right. Like, you know? right. But I majored in uh, fine, fine art painting. Wow. So, yeah. Did you do anything on Initially, painting? while I was in college, I also used to take up small projects like, mm. you know, mural paintings and uh, uh, like for restaurants, decor, wow. and like, you okay. know, create uh, design. Mm. And then we've done a lot of wall art. Okay. So, okay. And I have exhibited my paintings in uh, like galleries during our college yeah, galleries and during our college exhibitions and all that. So I've done that. Okay. So, my initial plan was to get into designing, you know, because graphic designing at that time was huge. So, yeah, so that was something and my dad was already into it. So, Mm. I thought, okay, that's the route to take. I have a mentor already who can train me. Yeah. So, but it just went, (laughs) (laughs) but little did you know, you also had a mentor for music as well, right? In the same person. Yeah, so yeah, this is that's double bonus. (laughs) Yeah, like really. I and what made you actually. Uh, choose art I mean did you for some reason see yourself as an artist and is it because of a lot of uh, you know your family members and where they you know had reached uh, and of course that kind of I, I feel you know talent and art kind of flows into other streams as well I'm sure I'm sure that's how you got into music too uh, right 
yes and no okay. like some people are really good in music mm. but not so great in art mm. mm. vice versa, vice versa both works so my intention initially was never to get into art i actually did one year puc studying uh, chemistry biology oh, maths and computers wow so i did that yeah. and i realized this is not happening yeah. i went to my mom i started crying and i can't do this <laughs> cuz from a little secret history is from the day i joined first puc till i finished my first exam of that one year i had a constant 3 marks on my maths wow okay i never went beyond that cuz i knew only one answer <laughs> okay so my mom was like how can you get only 3 every time <laughs> consistently <Yeah. laughs> so i was like this is not my scene right. i can't do this uh, you know i need to so another little secret over there is from childhood i always was into bikes and cars and okay and, uh, okay like, uh, and it's always been there since then and i've been a proper rascal when it comes to all that you know <laughs> at 3 years i used to do wheelies and skates yeah. and this and that yeah. i've fallen n number of times my mom would be shocked if i had come home without a bruise right, like right. so so when this first puc thing didn't happen i was like then i researched about finding and seeing if i can do like a diploma or a degree in racing wow and, and i actually found out a, a college or like a school in malaysia okay which does like a one year course of racing okay and then from there you can like you know yeah. progress and get into racing as a yeah. full time thing you know? right so i told this to my parents like i'll get <laughs> relax <Keep quiet>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> calm down <laughs> yeah so then uh, then my mom suggested uh, like uh, why don't you get into arts because i always used to score very well in science with drawing and okay. even in physics and chemistry and all that it scored highest in those if my drawing should be great everything right. else sucked yeah <laughs> so um, my mom said why didn't you get into drawing anyway your dad is also an artist so right. he can always guide you and help you and, you know you can channel through that route so i was like what art what is this about am i supposed to study history yeah because <laughs> art first back then would be history yeah. like history no i don't want to study history yeah. and then she said, no 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 there is art like doing paintings and doing yeah. uh, designing i thought oh interesting then my dad went and got the brochures of the and luckily my dad's elder brother studied in that college okay in the 70s he was one of the first students in chitrakala in chitrakala okay he was one of the foreman uh, okay. artists and members of the college right so from there i found it more interesting i'm like oh wow i didn't know there's something like this Mm. and that's how i got into it it was never that oh this is what i want to do yeah. i want to study art no it just happened and and that's how i got into it and then i started practicing a lot more on art and understanding light and shadow and mm. how to get the realism out of if i have to just paint for example or just sketch this mug mm. i have to first understand where the light is falling where the shade is and yeah. how is it artificial light real light yeah. how to because if it's real light and if you choose a time frame you have to stick to that time frame constantly right right if it's yeah. a small sketch which you can get it done in half an hour then it makes sense yeah. but then when you have to sit for 4 hours 5 hours 6 hours then you shift it to days right. you take 3 days time choose mm. that one subject keep painting right. and keep doing that until you get it right if it goes wrong again yeah. back start from scratch yeah so that way one great thing about chitrakala parishatras we never had periods like you know 
40 minutes this class, 40 minutes this class, 40 minutes. Like that's how usually all PUC colleges and yeah. that's how I knew. Yeah. Like yeah. here it's three days, one subject. What? Yeah. So you start. So for example, if I'm painting this, yeah. you have three days time to paint this. Entirely. Yeah. Wow. It's just three days. If you finish it fast, try with another material. Like okay. if I do it with pencil, right. then next I try it with watercolors. Then next, if okay. I get done that, if I get done with that, then I can try it with crayons. Wow. So, so it's like mini that, projects. Yeah. And there is no rule that you have to sit eight hours. Okay. You can come early in the morning, attend and sign your register, sit for one hour thing. If you're flustered, go to your canteen, Slacks. spend some time, yeah. eat something, have a coffee or come back again, sit. Because mm. the end product has to be great at the end of like, right. that was the main criteria kind of thing. So the whole lifestyle changed. Wow! And and that too at a very young age. Right? Yeah, I mean, it just completely changed for me. Like from a guy who's been structured saying first period forty minutes, second period forty <laughs> minutes, then third period, then then PT. Yeah. <laughs> all that was gone. It was just come attendance, then chill, and yeah. it was a completely different experience. It's. It's, it becomes very tough to explain to sometimes other degree students and mm. like, you know, but how? Three, <laughs> one subject, three days, how do you? <laughs> but that's how it was, like, you know. Yeah. So it was it completely changed. And your whole mindset and the way you look at things and the, it just completely changed. Like, I was mm. like, wow, okay, this is. And when you're at 17, 18 and suddenly you experience all this, you're like, wow. Overwhelmed. Yeah. So it was amazing. And. And in between all that is where I bumped into my musician friends in the college. And right. That's how. And there suddenly, third year into my college life, I started drifting. I'm like, uh, I'm not interested in painting so much. Music, yeah. yes. Yeah. Let's, let, let's go that way. Right. <laughs> and it just grew, grew, grew and yeah. became what it is. That's that's great, man. <laughs> the And the fact that... Um, you know, there's so much to art, especially like you said, you can't explain it to the conventional mindsets, yeah. right? How, even I can't still, you know, it's it's still setting in. I'm just thinking three days. If someone gave me three days when I was 17, yeah. well, two and a half days in gaming, half a day <laughs> sleeping. And that's basically yeah. that. Yeah. It's, it's, it is a little different. And you have to... And even... So that's what, It was not like three days of freedom. Mm. You still had to think through and... At the Plan, end of the day, yeah. you have to show what you've done. Yeah. And if you just do a horrible job, yeah. your lecturer is going to be like, okay, I'm going to give you zero for this. Right. This but is. at least you you should try and yeah. try and giving yeah. you the freedom. Yeah. There's no force, yeah. but complete it. If yeah. you're good, do more. Move into other yeah. things as well. Yeah. Right. So that way. So mm. most of the times we would end up doing three, four, five. Wow. Okay. Like, you know, yeah. like if the subject is easy, yeah. then you have... So, first few months, obviously, when you're just learning it, it's tough. Like, mm. you know, just finishing one itself would be like, oh. And it's not exactly creating this size. You have to upsize it, right? Right, if right. you're doing it a big... It's it's a perspective. Like perspective. Right? So, yeah. you need to understand, okay, this is so am I. I would have to put it out there, how much. Yeah. It's a visual, uh, I think. And you sadly have to use some maths as well. Like, <laughs> to figure out, okay. Yeah. And, yeah. So, but that, to explain, not everyone gets it, but... It's if you get it, it's awesome. Yeah, so. yeah. So uh, the folks that you bumped into, these musicians, they were pursuing music in Chitrakana. No, again, no, there's they were no, my batchmates. Is, oh, okay. They were like my batchmates. So I was in section A. My guitarist was in section B. So one day, out of the blue, uh, I'm having lunch and I hear some guitar. I go close and he's playing Hotel California yeah. and he's like full right. showing off. I'm like, oh, check this out. I know this. <laughs> I'm like, oh. 
Okay. Yeah. And like, oh, you play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I'm like cool like that. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, awesome man. I have like eight guitars at home. Immediately stop playing. I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? Sorry, I didn't get you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't play. My dad plays. <laughs> but yeah, come home and immediately that evening, he like, did. I don't even know him. Like, this is just like in the first ten days, two weeks of college. Right. And. Uh, I said, look, yeah, come home. I'll yeah. take you. Yeah. Like, you know, come, let's I'll show you this, uh, my guitars. guitars and everything. And he came home and he's like, he was just shaking. He's like, oh, what is this? What? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then uh, I introduced him to my dad and he's like, oh, he's also a guitarist. Thing. And then, so that uh, initial introduction became an everyday affair. Okay. Okay. So they like, and then in my class, I met another friend who was a singer. Okay. So he said, oh, you're a singer. Okay. I met one guy yesterday who was a guitarist. <laughs> and, uh, and then I introduced, so I was like introducing everyone. <laughs> I was like, hey, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> meet this guy. <laughs> so, so then we ended up bumping into a couple of friends within my circle. Uh-huh. Then we, I got to know that, oh, there are some seniors who are also musicians. Right. So then we said, oh, okay, let's form a college band. Mm. And, and that's how it started. So none of us really uh, came there to study music. We were all artists who wanted to learn painting and uh-huh. graphic designing and like in the art field, in that aspect, mm. not in the uh, music aspect. Mm. And... It, as we grew, we started realizing, okay, this is more and more cool, more and more serious. But my uh, my guitarist, he still does art. He has his own oh. studio and he has his own company. It's called Bondasu. Okay. Uh, okay. They do murals and uh, sculptures and they're just mad. They're right. Just really huge. And this is the same guitars you're with yeah. now? Yeah. No, no. He, okay. uh, we, uh, we are still best friends, but right. he has his own thing going on. He's okay. got his own band and okay i mean the, for me i had to like uh, dissect all my the son in music and just focus on uh, best kept secret because it started became so busy i became right. so busy with it so uh, i was like okay guys i can't do all yeah i have to focus on one thing yeah and i just stuck to that and it oh. took off so cool yeah so um they are still going at art. I know so many of my batchmates were still doing art and mm. were in the same field of art. And mm. I kind of went, I mean, a couple of us are still doing music as well. Mm. And But there are a core bunch of them who are still into art, who have become very big designers. And, mm. Mm. Uh, a very close friend of mine, she she is still into art. She a few years back went to Facebook and they did a huge mural in the okay. Facebook uh, office over there. And in Hyderabad? No, no. Yeah. In the US. Oh, and they, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, quite so, okay. So, right. yeah. So, yeah. Some of them are full-time really big in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's nice to see that, okay, there are people still doing. And it was not just like a teenage thing. Mm. And like, you know, mm. Oh, I, yeah. I like art. Yeah. You know, yeah. A lot of people are serious about it even now. Yeah. yeah. So, it was good. Yeah. Nice. And, I mean, they are happy to see that, okay, I'm still sticking to what I started at 19 being a musician and yeah, still doing it. Nice. So, yeah. Cool. Didn't get into corporate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lucky you. <laughs> so, yeah, talking about you going, I mean, not going into corporate. Uh, yeah. Uh, that being one of the easier routes or the conventional routes that people opt, right? Another big notion is that people tend to go to arts when they can't cope up with science. Mm-hmm. And they can't cope up with maybe commerce or whatever else it is. Like, uh, I can't do all this. Just like at one point you were like, I can't do math. Mm-hmm. This is just not my 
you know cup of tea i can't do this so probably move into arts and see where that goes but there are people in it who have decided that this is basically the route to take right and of late I, at least i've seen a lot of people diversifying and moving into these different streams and just like your parents there are a lot of people who are sporting and uh, you know going through did you see a lot of um, folks back then who were pressured into doing arts and then finally just had to you know like this is just what i have to do now and this is how i you know my life's going to end up you see a lot of those people as well it has there are, i know quite a few as well like mm-hmm. it's I mean, see it i wouldn't say you should look at corporate life as sad mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. see you are still at the end of the doing something you have a structure Absolutely. going yeah. you have your own inputs and creativity it might not be in the same wavelength as what i think like right. see, my wife is into corporate she mm-hmm. she's into the medical firm mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but at I'm seeing her constantly like being creative and trying to do something with her how to streamline a project how to get efficiency in it, it still requires some amount of, of intelligence course. and creativity and in in a weird way it is still art in mm. a different way so I never look at see pressure is there in every aspect of life mm. it's not that just because I'm a musician oh, oh so yeah. I'm like I'm rock star everyone <laughs> comes to me I don't need to do it's never that it is it is as tough if not tougher as any other job right. it's just that some people d- figure it out and say okay this is my scene i'm good at it yeah and they just do it right like you know some people or i could also say that some people like that structured life mm, mm. that yeah, i absolutely. know this is my uh, parameter yeah. this is what i need to as long as that circle or the square is constantly going on yeah. i'm cool right you know? right but there are also who like oh i like to do a flower <laughs> right you know so yeah. but that's all for me i've never like i've never been part of a corporate life i don't know exactly what it means but mm. i know that if it is something that you really like doing just mm. do it mm. like you know you're mm. at the end of the day keeping happy you're keeping the family around you happy and mm. you have some sort of satisfaction because whatever you're doing mm. is still bringing you satisfaction maybe in other means correct like, absolutely you know? So you can't I don't see that uh you should look at corporate life as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I look at it as a yin and yang for me. Yeah. I mean, my personal experience is that my wife has the structured thing and she does the whole thing. Yeah. So I have that thing in my head and I know okay mm-hmm. that side is sorted. So I can become creative on this side and do as long as both of us are coming together and supporting the cause of right. us. being for each other and supporting the whole thing so right. that yeah. way so some people get it some people don't get it actually even my wife tried to quit corporate she wanted to do her own thing she is into cooking and all that she loves cooking so she wanted like okay i'll try cooking and she did it for a year and she realized she's so used to the structured life mm-hmm. that she couldn't get out of it so she went back again mm-hmm. and she said and now she's really happy over there and she's like you know this is my scene right right so some people like you said like get into the pressure and just do it sacrifice mm. it and like you know for the bigger things in life and they just do it some people take the courage and say okay let me break that thing and like you know change and start pursuing what i want to do and right. we do it so i wouldn't say it's a good thing and a bad thing yeah. like you know as long as whatever you're doing you're really enjoying it see that is the key for me Like you know, if if for say, if music was not part of my life, I would still be doing art. Mm-hmm. 
and i would still have to find solace in art and like you know i love doing this painting i will do it yeah. and you know and as long as that painting is bringing me satisfaction and like you know how okay. yeah. yeah so that way i never look at corporate life oh it's like a taboo you shouldn't yeah. why you're an artist yeah. you know it's fine yeah. it's okay yeah. do it it's yeah. fine <laughs> you know but um as long as that life is still giving you enough freedom to do your other things yeah. and as long as you're making time for yourself yeah. to satisfy your needs and wants you're good mm. is what i look feel like yeah. see for me uh, like i said earlier i always used to love biking and i was into all that so when i don't have a show or when there is a free time and when there's nothing happening i go for bike rides i take off and like you know that's my uh, zen mode yeah. i just you know i have a couple of uh, friends who are also into biking i just ask them okay are you guys free let's just go out for a ride and we just go for like you know a day or a weekend or just head out in the morning spend some time and come back that brings me peace right like you right. know that's my oh, okay yeah and now since because of whole covid i can't really commute too far off on the bike so i've started cycling mm. so mm. you know and i looked at i realized man i've been missing cycling for so long so and it's also keeping me healthy and fit of course so now i'm cycling a lot and that's bringing me peace and calm and like you know okay now my mind is fresh let's do music yeah so yeah. each one has their own thing like yeah. you know like see for me in music has become a structured life now of course i have so many things okay i morning i get up i have my practices i have my schedules i need to do this i need to do this i need to learn these songs and then i need to sit and rehearse these songs and then stitch it together with the band yeah so it is still at the end of the day a structure i have to follow it it's just yeah. that i'm I'm lucky and fortunate it's in a music. passion and a thing that's happening for me. Right. Some people do it this way but there is a structure a structure thing going yeah. on. So right. like, as long as you figure that part out and rather looking at oh god I have to like send out this email it's yeah. horrible that's that, when you're a downer. Doesn't matter what you're doing even if it's like me getting up in the morning oh I have to sit and practice this now. Yeah. Every day I do it. Why do I have to? Yeah. You're That's gone. Right. So it's not that if you go out of the circle, suddenly you're cool. <laughs> as long as you have and you're doing what you love, yeah, you're fine. Right. Yeah. I think there's um, always an underlying structure or process that is required for anything to be followed through yeah. till the end. Yeah, yeah. Right. No matter whether it's passion or whatever it is. Right. You'd see most of the successful firms. groups bands yeah, yeah. and they say all of them have a very clear cut timeline they have yeah, a clear yeah. cut process to it and i'm sure how those initial days are but then eventually it all trickles down to how much time they put in yeah, and stick to and uh, adhere to that sort of you know plan right so of course i- irrelevant of um, what stream you're working in or what you know setup or environment it is if that starts bogging you down yeah. then you know there's something yeah. wrong absolutely yeah that's that's the key like yeah. you know doesn't matter what field you're in mm-hmm. like you know you'll never hear a doctor say oh man <laughs> i i can't help that, this person yeah. or this yeah. is just, yeah. just oh i have to stitch this guy up mm-hmm. i'm not feeling yeah. he still needs to do it like, right you know? yeah. but he got into it because he loves to being there and he mm-hmm. wants to help people and he mm-hmm. he wants to be a doctor right so that way so like you know i got lucky in choosing and i got into music and music has become my life and i'm revolving around that but it's not i just can't go around, oh yeah i'm a drummer yeah. like you know That's i'm cool a, like that yeah. i can't yeah. there is so much more yeah. it becomes 
at the end of the day like a business mm. you have a structure going you have priorities even yeah. in music you have certain benchmarks and each thing that needs to be done every day and you need to focus on those things yeah. you can't just be like oh you know i'll just you call me whenever shows happening i'll come yeah. i'll play it can't yeah. be that there is like now with the whole introduction of social media you need mm. to create content you need to create yeah. uh, posts you mm. need to tell what you've been up to like you know sharing a certain part of your life with your fans and your friends like you know they know that because now that's also become an important factor like mm. how to keep your fans and friends knowing that man these guys are still alive during the whole covid scene like, right you like oh today i did this today i did that today i did this you know you can't get saturated within 10 days saying oh, okay i have too much content i'm bored now i need to what to do yeah. it's become boring now you constantly need to keep creating something ideas okay what is the, okay i didn't try this let me try this tomorrow okay right. this is an interesting subject let me try putting these two subjects together and yeah. so it's constant creativity but that still is a structure and with something you need to follow everything so absolutely that that is the main like as long as you have that kind of a structure and that thing clear in your head regardless mm-hmm. of what you're doing yeah i think you're fine right <laughs> yeah because uh, even with um, uh, all the conversations i've had with you know our guests here or um, folks who have found success to some extent right uh, what we've noticed is that the moment it moves from hobby mm-hmm. to something you're planning to do full time you need to kind of you know implement that sort of structure yeah right because a hobby is a hobby at the end of the day which again there is a lot of um, preconceived notions or oh, should i pick up a hobby i mean just pick it up just do it yeah, yeah. i mean you have nothing to lose yeah. and it's just about satisfying yourself it's just about how you feel yeah so no one's putting pressure on you but because of the kind of world we live in yeah. there's so much uh, you know you see a lot of people around you uh, who are doing crazy things yeah. with you know things that probably are hobbies to you yeah so uh, uh there are people who just don't even pursue that yeah. but what i keep you know when i talk to folks and i tell them why don't you just try this i yeah. mean no one's you have your job going on like you said make time for yourself yeah. if you have time to do and something in the personal yeah. space do something yeah, yeah. and maybe that can trickle down like for instance yeah. your wife is well right you she decided to cook mm. so maybe try that for some time and then you get to know whether that scene works for you or not yeah. so it's it's a matter of you know trying a lot of trial and error and you know really getting past that but the moment you kind of jump ship and you yeah. say you know what this is what i'm supposed to do you can't say no to a lot of things yeah. and at the same time it's just you know it's a structure and you have to follow true, 100% yeah. true 100% that like i have a personal experience of it that's why i said like my wife did that yeah. and yeah. she figured it out and she said you know i like that Yeah I need to get up at 8 o'clock in the morning I need to have my breakfast I need to have my coffee I need to log in at 10 o'clock right. I have these many meetings right. I like that kind of structure right I right. cannot be the type who gets up suddenly at 11 o'clock and like oh yeah I have nothing <laughs> uh, I can okay I have a schedule but it's okay yeah. I'll figure it out Who's there to look yeah. at my schedule anyway yeah. right. so yeah. you know it feels cool but not so much no, not so much <laughs> yeah It's, no you yeah. need uh some kind of sanity so, you know <laughs> yeah uh, and each person has uh, their own vices they they have their own yeah, thing that they kind has. of uh, you know ba- base their life yeah. on some of them like job security some yeah. of them prefer like you said this sort of a, uh, a schedule laid out for yeah. them some of them like to be their own boss yeah so, so that is, yeah that's what like i said it's 
you have different things each one i might not understand exactly what you're trying to do but yeah. as long as i know that you're at peace with what yeah. you're doing nothing fine like. and you'll be happy because you're doing what you're doing and you're making time to do everything else that you want to do as well right See, for me music is my passion it's i like oh wow i'm lucky and fortunate that i'm doing it but i also love my biking and yeah. my uh, travel and all that so i make time though yeah i'm doing what i love yeah I still make time to do these other things as well. Right, you know? right. So it's like that. Yeah. So yeah. as long as you have that time and space to figure out, everyone has time and space. It's just a matter of how you figure it out. How you prioritize. Yeah. Yeah. And even uh, with uh, passion and uh, you know uh, you finding a very purposeful or fulfilling life, yeah. you still need to find that balance. Yeah, yeah. Right. You can't just work twenty-three yeah. hours a day and say, yeah. you know what, I love doing this. I just keep going. Yeah. It's easy to burn out. Yeah, yeah. it's very easy so to you, let it like, get to you. Like I've always said, this a man needs to be selfish to himself. Mm. Mm. Keep yourself happy. Mm. Automatically, you'll start keeping everyone else around you also happy. Right. Because you are feeling content with whatever you're doing. You're you're filling up your empty spaces and like you know you're making time for yourself. Even though I have a wife and everything, yeah. I and my family and my parents and all that. I still try to make time for myself. Yeah. And I try to keep myself happy. Mm. The moment I'm happy, I know okay, I'm cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready to help everyone else out as well. Yeah. So, that's why I keep saying that need to be a little selfish. Right. But in a good way. Not right. that oh, I'm not going to give you anything. <laughs> like this is only yeah. for me. No. Right. Yeah. But in that aspect. So, as right. long as you're able to do that, yeah. you're good. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, now coming back to I know we went off on <laughs> yeah, but I think that's great stuff. It's these kind of insights and these kind of you know situations that kind of uh, lay the the foundation yeah. for whatever else you had, and especially like you said with uh, the approach to education that you had, they gave you the freedom. They said yeah. this is what you have to do. Yeah. No one's going to uh, talk to you about this uh, maybe before that three day deadline. But when that time comes, you better get your shit together and you know yeah. show us what you've done, yeah. right? I'm sure that is kind of you know still stuck with you till date, and you you're kind of still you know can wherever it is you kind of apply the same thing, right? So now coming back to this, where you met all these folks, what happened next? Where did you where did music take you? How did that? Uh, how did you move away from art and then finally into uh, okay. music uh, full yeah. time? So like you already know that I started music with my college band. and uh, we were performing in a lot of college fairs and we had a few offshore mm-hmm. con- like shows and concerts one question i had was uh, uh did you uh, guys already have a college band before you you guys formed one no no, no. so you were like one of the first yeah, yeah. few bands like uh, my college didn't even know we have a music band <laughs> so they were like why are these six people always absent why are they having such low mark uh, attendance I'm like, oh sir, you are a college band. We have won so many. Oh, we have a college. Our principal is asking, you have a college band? <laughs> When did this happen? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that 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 was. And like I said, everyone thought we are from Chitrakala Parishad. Oh, art, it's part of that thing. Yeah. That's it. No. So, but yeah. So none of us were ever into any band or anything. Like we were just musicians. I actually, for me, my story started. in college mm. i didn't even know anything about band or like mu- music was that but like Not i'll like be a musician yeah. i'll form a band yeah so um we started off from there we actually uh 
Our band's name was actually taken from my dad's band's name. Okay. So my dad's band name was called Chicago's. Okay. So we, when we were brainstorming, like, what should we keep our band name? Be cool. Tube light. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went to my parents and like, is it okay if we just borrow your band name? <laughs> is that cool with you? So my dad was like, yeah, you guys can on one condition that you are open to all kind of music because that's mm. what they were doing. Back then. Okay. They were not like, oh, we only do Jimi Hendrix or like, oh, we're only going to do Black Sabbath. They used yeah. to cover from Bollywood to even. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they had the whole spectrum. Right. So my dad said, one condition is you need to do both English mm. and Hindi or okay. regional languages or whatever. Yeah. Like, you should be open to music because okay. it's a language by itself regardless. Okay. Right. Oh wow, never thought of it as an 18 year old. Oh yeah, I thought only Jimi Hendrix was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, yeah. So, like, okay, and then I asked the rest of the band. They're like, yeah, 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 cool, no problem, let's do it, let's do it. And uh, we took the name and that's how it started. And um, so there was this one show, which we, one of our first uh, uh, shows where it was not a competition, it was okay. like a concert, like we performed. Right. All of us are like nervous and like, oh God, for sure, for sure, for sure, what to do, what to do. But then it was like, you know, it's okay. Like, yeah. That's how you learn. Right. So we went, we performed in this, there was this music school uh, in Kormangla. And uh, we performed over there and we had quite a good turnout. Quite a few people came. And uh, the guy who runs that institute got in touch with me and he's like, oh, would you be interested in teaching music? I'm like, oh. Teaching music? What is that now? <laughs> like, I can play drum, but what is teaching music? Yeah. Like, you know, like to read and write music. I'm like, oh. I was like complete shock. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I only listen to music and I play. Like, you know, like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, but you have good skill mm-hmm. and do you play quite well. Like, I just play, man. I yeah. don't know anything about this. He said, okay, why don't you come over for a class? You just see how they teach music and all that. And if it's something that interests you, then you can start teaching the students over there. Right. Like, okay. And then I went for a, a workshop. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. This is something new for me. And it took a while. It took like two, three months to think about it. And then I got back to him saying, listen, I would love to teach, but I think it's better if I learn it myself properly. Okay. I don't want to teach the students wrong things. Like, you know, yeah. I can't say, listen to the song, oh, play like that. <laughs> I can't do that. I need to make him understand how that is broken down. Like, right. you know, seeing and writing helps a lot when you're trying to learn something. So and then I went on, a, I took like a one year, almost one and a half year course, studied wow. Uh, how to read and write music and then as I got a little better at it then I said okay I'll come and teach the basics Mm. and that's how I started taking classes and then it started becoming every weekend thing every weekend I would be there finished uh, Monday to Saturday afternoon finish classes head to the institute teach Saturdays evenings and Sunday the whole day wow teach and again Monday back to college Mm. do the whole routine so that went on for like three, four years mm. while I was in college. Uh, and then once I finished college, uh, I was stuck. I was like, okay, what to do now? I'm done with college. Then I was like, okay, maybe let me just take this more seriously. So mm. let me, I mean, I have my bands and I have, then I'd, at that point, I'd also grown playing with multiple, as a sessionist as well as to play with a lot of other bands as well. Um, and when you're in teaching, uh, you need to learn more genres. You mm. can't just get stuck to saying, oh, I only play uh, blues or I only play pop. 
I need to know jazz. I need to know classical. I need to know uh, metal. Uh, mm. You know, I need to know different because your students are not going to be only pop students. Mm. They they have the whole spectrum. Like you mm. know, so that helped me learn so much. Actually, my students were my big learning for me. Big learning curve because okay. they each student had a different kind of. Uh, idea and a different kind of input and like you know i had kids who wanted to learn bollywood music as well like you know yeah. i can't say oh bollywood music is not happening <laughs> no, it was it's still good there are so many great songs yeah so i would go back home do my homework learn the basics and then come there and teach them like, you know okay. and i have to write it and show it as well it's not just oh hear the song play i couldn't do that i had to teach and then uh as once i finished college i thought okay let me take this more seriously so i started enrolling my students into uh, giving exams okay. like there is uh, uh, like how you have your uh, college exams and your PA degree and all that. there are uh, exams for exams, yeah, yeah like grade exams like yeah. you know first grade second grade then you grow yeah where you have you get a certificate yeah. of you know saying yeah. that yes you know so much of music and all yeah. that so i started enrolling all my students into that yeah. and i started training them and teaching them and that helped me grow as a teacher so mm. i that it went on for almost 7 8 years mm. i taught music so since i was 21 when i finished college so from 21 all the way till 27 28 mm. i taught i was teaching music as well mm. so you know i was doing a lot of back and forth and i had my band and this and and i did this as well and that whole thing kind of helped me grow and stabilize myself realizing that okay music is what i want to do mm. you know mm. and i became very specific i wanted to do only drumming mm. Mm. i didn't want to get into the whole business of music so you were, you were teaching only drumming yeah only okay. drumming so okay. i took it up seriously so like you know i got in touch with schools and these things and like you know okay i want to train my students to do this what are the basic books and this ones that i require to teach them what are the trainings what is do i need to take a certain level grade class as a teacher which right. you know everyone just won't come and say yeah, yeah this guy I, is it. Yeah. i need to show some authenticity that i also know yeah so yeah. then i did all that took the classes went under trainings so i understood the different things and then i taught my students and took made them get the exams write the exams and and that grew 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 to quite a large extent okay so at, at one point where it became uh monday to sunday i was only teaching oh and by chance if a show came i would take it up okay okay like, you know show, taking shows became less right teaching became so much more cuz i really got into it this is the college band itself the same band that yeah. kind of and yeah. a couple of other bands yeah, too yeah. Like, right sessioning was that obviously but uh, that was more like my hobby and my passion to learn more right and to play with different artists and different musicians cuz that helps you broaden your spectrum even more right. but teaching was the core for me at that time yeah and then uh, uh, as time went on i got introduced to this company which is a team building company okay and uh, they got in touch with me and they said oh we have this uh, thing we do for corporates and we do a, like all music based team learning and team understanding and oh. team building through music how you can relate with your like you know your colleagues and how to um, broaden your wavelength and understand to be more in tune with mm. each other so i like, oh that is interesting so mm. then i initially was just 
doing like a freelance thing with them. So whenever there was an event, they would call me and mm. I would go and perform with them and like you know. I we and also it became like a public speaking thing. Mm. I never did public speaking. Mm. So you stand in front of 2000 people and you need to talk. Yeah. And that builds your confidence a of lot. Of course. Yeah. So so from just being a quiet drummer at the back to suddenly standing in front of 2000 people to 8000 people, 10000 people and talking about music and like you know making them play music and like you know trying to interact with them. It just grew, grew, mm. grew. and that was a i mean i wasn't there with them for too long i was there for i worked with them for about 3 years mm. but that was a big learning curve in my life mm. and uh, that just made me realize man there's so much more than just being a drummer mm. Like, mm. you know and i grew there and then while all that was happening like i said in 2010 but no uh, i joined beskep secret so that was also going on while my teaching and everything then it became teaching then corporate not corporate life but whatever yeah. i had a thing going there and i had the band yeah i was just like okay <laughs> i don't think i can deal with all of this at the same time yeah um then i had to take a back seat on teaching okay because it just became too hectic because mm. there i was constantly with this company i was constantly traveling as well Back then, Best Kept Secret still wasn't that big. We used mm. to just do like once in a month, twice in a month shows and kind of thing. Um, but with this company, I was traveling. One day I'm in Chennai, next day I'm in Delhi, then I'm in Kolkata, back to Bangalore, two days rest, then again go to Coimbatore. It was constant traveling, mm. so it just became crazy. And but I would still be like, no, 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 I still need my band. I have to. So as the band kept growing. uh this was also part of it and then both kind of started peaking too much for me okay like this was around 2013 it just the band had become more big and more recognized and in 3 years we grew quite a lot mm. and to a point where there was in i remember this very strongly 2013 so one way i would i'm very lucky there again is my company never uh, told oh you cannot play Mm. you you have this job here now you're getting paid well why are you doing all that yeah. nothing and like, okay, you do your you're a musician at the end of the day you do yeah. as long as you tell us when what when and what and yeah. like which day are you busy and so I'm like okay so i remember this in 2013 october mm. october november december i had 35 shows wow and uh, my company comes to me and like, Dude, <laughs> <laughs> this is like almost a month's holiday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't give you a month holiday. Right. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> what to do now? And, And these are thirty-five okay. shows with best kept secret. Yeah, right. But that time we were still called One Night Stand. Right, right. And then later we had to change the name. Right. So, um, and that kind of they were like, can't go. What are we going to say to the other employees in our company? You are taking thirty-five days off. <laughs> They will also start asking. Hey, yeah. hey, even we want. What yeah. is this? Why, why? This is partiality. Kind of yeah. Thing. So, but then they were nice to me, and they said it's okay. Do it. We'll figure out after this. Yeah. So then, after I finished my whole this thing in 2014, they were like, okay, dude, high time. Take a decision. What yeah. do you want to do? Whether you want to do this, which is still music, but it's a different line yeah. altogether. Yeah. or you want to do your band so then i said man i am at that age right now where i can still give it a shot with the band 
because i've done this now yeah. this uh, corporate structure life or whatever the steam building and all that i know i can always get back to it and i always have my teaching mm. so mm. i know i have that band is something yeah you yeah. it's a little uncertain but you are growing there yeah, yeah. so i bit, took the bullet and uh, okay i'm yeah i am going to the band right so i spoke to them and they said okay cool you take like a 3 month sabbatical you yeah. figure out what you want to do with the band i like okay cool i'm still on sabbatical <laughs> <laughs> oh god so yeah, yeah. so and that's how and uh, we had a strong meeting with the band mm-hmm. and uh, you're like guys and cuz even my guitar he was working with hsbc okay and my vocalist was uh, pilot as well so mm-hmm. he had his pilot job as well so we all had to like Freaking decide out, man yeah. we this band is growing yeah. we want the band to grow or do we just feel happy doing just weekend shows yeah. in a pub yeah like you know feeling nice oh i still love music yeah. or do you really want to do music full time focus on that so yeah. we decided on okay let's just do this whatever happens happens yeah let's go for it and then 2014 is where the journey really started nice yeah no now that you say that that's where your journey actually started with the band um where did it go from there and also from a personal uh, standpoint what were the learnings what were um, uh, things that you uncovered as you were part of a you know a band that was slow, slowly growing and uh, catering to different kinds of audiences right i mean even with the kind of music that you guys play it's not heavily into you know one can maybe one type of genre right you're not playing metal you're not playing pop it's kind of a mix Makes of uh, all of that so yeah you know take us through that maybe um so um when we started the band also initially it was again like okay let's do 70s music let's do new music let's do this let's do that and as we kept growing we started realizing okay we need to kind of still define yourself mm. as to what really you want to call yourself mm. you know it becomes tough like see for example jimmy hendrix or jimmy hendrix because he actually at the end of the day chose the kind of music he wants right. to play or you take even cold play or you take maroon 5 mm. you kind of end up choosing a style of music mm. so it becomes easier for an audience to relate to mm. like mm. now for example if we are best kept secret you hear us do a pop song mm. then the next song in that playlist is a metal song mm. it just throws you off and you mm. say that okay whoa okay i mean not that you can't play it or you can yeah. but it when you're packaging something yeah yeah know, it's easier to stick to a certain style some kind of cohesiveness yeah. Yeah. so where more people can relate to it and like execute it and mm. like, oh okay today i feel like listening to this band mm. and you are there in the playlist and you know they're they're only listening to all the new songs that you have created and you have come up with then it becomes easy right. like you know oh okay oh i didn't know they have these these, these songs but they're all in the same line right so right so we also had to like choose and figure out that okay uh let's stick to pop and electronic mm. kind of music and like the band i so i my guitarist and i are heavily influenced with a lot of blues okay okay blues and funk mm. but we also started realizing that that is not something that we can play everywhere mm. Mm. so we also like okay since we have that influence and we are highly addicted to it we use it with the pop music that we play right so he has his own style in which he uses the blues licks and everything mm. and he integrates that into the pop songs and i have my own thing for funk and the 
blues drumming and i try to uh, implement that and like okay the song is like this but let me see how i can add this flavor yeah but we're still sticking to that core this thing of okay let's keep it pop mm. Mm. Yeah. right so that way so we decided on that and we started growing and you know uh we started apart from just doing uh, club shows and pop shows and restaurants we started venturing out into doing corporates mm. and then from corporates we got into festivals mm. and then from festivals we got into weddings mm. you know the one by one it's a step you as you get more and more recognized there's mm. that again boils down to how you are put, putting yourself out there what are you doing to put yourself out there mm. and that just made me realize that like earlier like i said you need a structure mm. yeah. and you can't always just rely on oh if they like me they'll call me mm. no you need to put yourself out there the right. people need to know that there's something like you exist mm. and and if it's the kind of music that that individual relates to and like, oh wow and, you know, you're playing at a show and then suddenly that person is like oh i love this kind of music it comes to us and like hey i run an event agency and you know and i really love what you guys do do you have anything else where all have you played mm-hmm. and then you start saying okay we do corporates as well we do festivals as well we and you're like oh great i have this music festival coming up would you guys be interested in playing for it right yeah but so so they, but what that's what i mean predominant thing that all of us realize is you just cannot be only a musician mm. you need to know everything mm. you need to know the business of music right there is something as business of music so you need to know everything mm. so you can't just stick to i i can't say that, oh i'm only drummer of best kept secret i come i play yeah that's it. that's it yeah. no i have so much more to do for the band like you know i keep track of uh, the the routine i mean like where when are we rehearsing where are we rehearsing what are we doing yeah what are the songs what is the playlist yeah then if uh, there's any particular songs that we're recording i need to make sure that the tracking of it is done right, right. and each thing and then my uh, guitarist is uh, predominantly focused on the re- recording of each thing production mm. the production of the sun i also uh, handle a lot of uh, social media at certain things if i want to like my uh, vocalist handles all the enquiries mm. you know people call and he's the face of the band mm. so mm. it's easier to get in touch with him and then it yeah. so each one of us have figured out our responsibilities mm. in the band it is not that you take care of it or let the manager take care of it right. and that is it we you know we are awesome <laughs> no, it's not that so yeah. we, you have so much more to absorb mm. and it's not just just that Mm. not just being a oh, one musician there's so much more to it so mm. as we grew as we grew and uh, as the band became big and big and when we started going international that changed so much more mm. like, you know we are actually lucky in india where uh, whenever there's a show happening everything is taken care by the event agency or you know, yeah abroad it's not that you want to perform you get everything wow like bring your own yeah bring everything yeah. it's we are just giving you the stage you get whatever you want and perform and every and lot of places in abroad is ticketed because mm. they they are very strict about you pay for the art right if you want to come watch someone you pay because they are working hard yeah. to be good at what they are you pay for it and watch right so it's everything is you can't just say oh i'll play free mm. it is 
yeah. I want to come and watch free. It's yeah. not really the principle. Yeah. So that helped us learn and realize so many more things, you know, and uh, and the culture. Mm. So like we're we're an English band playing English music in India. It's mm. technically a uh, outside language, mm. Mm. and when you go there. in countries which is their mother tongue it mm. just changes the whole ball game right? yeah whoa okay where did this come from right we never even realized all of this <laughs> but it was such a big learning you know uh, even when we went to germany germany is so high on uh, so rich in uh, uh, symphony music and mm. big band uh, like you know your trumpets and your trombones and your uh, clarinets and yeah. they have their like an orchestra yeah, so. full orchestra right. like we were like wow Yeah. And this is in a music festival. You Got never it. see something like that over here. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, man, this is happening in a music festival. You don't see stuff like this. Yeah. And and it was so great. And everyone supports the thing. So we performed in a small village of about six thousand people, and the entire six thousand people were there right. at the festival right. watching us. And they're like, they're looking at these four brown guys, and like, who are these guys? <laughs> and they What are they doing? And, and they're speaking English. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like full shock. And but it was a big big learning and even when we went to singapore then even when we performed in dubai then we perf- we had a really amazing gig in bhutan okay and uh, it was really amazing B- uh, bhutan was quite an experience <laughs> i almost missed my flight as well oh okay so that's another <laughs> crazy episode so but um what made us realize is that man each part if you can travel with your music it's the best thing right the more you explore the more you learn yes. so much more you can you might be great here in your own city and in your own country but yeah. there's so much more yeah i'd say yeah. actually right now we were supposed to be in germany for mm. the same festival which mm-hmm. we performed and from there we were supposed to go to italy we had a show mm. in italy mm-hmm. as well but sadly yeah but hopefully next year yeah. things should change and Yeah, it's still on the books. Right. It's there. Like, no, you guys are performing. We're doing yeah. the whole thing. So this time when we go, we're actually planning to do like a small Europe tour. Okay. Perform in different parts of Europe. Okay. And like get get. So we're trying to get in touch with a manager outside. Okay. From Europe, who can help us coordinate the whole thing and do the whole thing. Hmm. So I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a big learning. It's a very big learning. Like you know, uh, it just helps you grow. not just as a musician as an individual mm. uh, and how the whole thing works mm. there is an ecosystem mm. of it mm. and it just helps you grow out of it and just makes you understand and there's so much more to it mm. it's not just playing live yeah. there's so much more to it right so that is how we have grown and every day we are at it every day we are like you know okay today we no gigs are happening fine instagram social media post Yeah, you know. Okay, today I came up with something new. Record it, post. Mm. Mm. So yeah, th- that helps you stay in connected with your uh, fans and your friends. And they're like, "Oh my God, I was just listening to this. I'm so happy that you guys are doing this." And you know, for my shock, actually, this happened three four days back. Mm-hmm. I had posted something regarding Germany and saying that, "Oh man, missed it. I wish we were supposed to be here. Hopefully, it happened." and some guy who's an indian li- living in germany messages us saying oh my god i don't believe that you guys all came to germany i wish i knew you guys back then i'd 100% come and watch you guys yeah so you know that's the power of social media right and, you know 
like some guy sitting somewhere over there sees us and he's like oh my god <laughs> yeah. so you know you have to keep yourself updated yeah. you cannot uh, just get stuck in that oh i'm an old school guy i yeah. love old school stuff yeah no you need to be updated right because that is the only it's like evolution mm. helps you grow helps you grow helps you grow to wherever you are mm. and as long as you have an open mind to grow yeah if you get stuck don you mm-hmm. might be awesome but if you get stuck there that's it you'll only be in that circle in that small thing and we've seen a lot of people yeah. who kind of get bogged down by that yeah yeah right? it happens to a lot of us even mm. like you know even like when i was teaching as well i got got saturated at one point okay what do i do now mm. but then i was like no discover discover find something else figure out something else and then again jump mm. and then you know mm. see how you know syllabus wouldn't change in mm. the music when i'm teaching yeah. but i had to become creative in teaching different ways of the same thing right it's like looking at this glass from all angles yeah every day i've been looking at it like this now suddenly when i look at it from another angle it just changes oh wow i can try this as well yeah. it's keeping yourself active and creative as well right mm. so that helps you grow as well like you know evolution you need to figure out how you want to grow as well and you keep growing at it and keep becoming bigger and bigger and now like you know as we have grown and grown we realize that there's so much more to even indian music so right. we've gotten to bollywood and we're trying out bollywood and we say like okay let's do our hindi and everything but still have the element of best kept secret and mm. like you know how we can mix both together and make it interesting so that people hear it as a fresh sound and make it more like oh wow okay i didn't know you can do something like that So, mm. as long as you're ready to evolve yeah it's good yeah i think that uh, perception is key right yeah. it's just uh, uh how you look at it and um, it's easy for people to um let's say take on the perception of a neighbor yeah. so that's primarily what you were trying to say that people in germany mm. have a very different way of looking at maybe yeah. band music yeah. all of that the way you know compared to how indians look yeah, at it of course uh apart from that i also uh, you know this actually remind me of a very an interesting story where apurva and i my wife uh, uh, we were on a mini honeymoon uh, if you want to call it that in uh, the backwaters of kerala okay. um, and uh, we she's a kannadiga and i'm a malayali okay. uh, but we you know speak uh-huh. in english right and just the way we yeah, you know yeah. normally yeah. you know bangalore and speak yeah, yeah. right and we were uh, on this boat and we had a couple of uh, uh, i think british folks sitting behind us just you know constantly jabbering about nonsense right about 30 45 minutes in uh, this uh, elderly man he kind of leans forward and he's with his wife i think they're on a trip and he's like uh, where are you guys from hmm. like uh, we're from here we're from i mean i'm from kerala but um, we stay in bangalore He's like, you're surely not from UK. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, you guys speak exactly like how our nephews speak, uh, or how our, you know the kids back home speak. I'm like, oh, you're from the UK. Like, yeah, but I like I don't believe that you guys are from here because that that's the sort of you know perception that they've always yeah, had, yeah, yeah. right? So the the moment and the funny thing is that kind of opened up you know a very different sort of a course, trip, and we 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 were friends through the entire trip. Yeah. I mean, you don't expect. a couple in their 20s hanging out with you yeah, know a couple yeah, it, in the 50s and yeah because they look at it very differently yeah, yeah. right it's 100% true like even when we were traveling most of the places we would only converse in english right 
and all those countries even like we had a show in jordan mm. and mm. we had a tough time conversing with we were trying to shoot over there we were trying to create like a small video like mm. a band video over there mm-hmm. uh, so we were trying to get in touch with someone over there who not only is just a videographer but also can speak english okay right and we had a tough time and then finally found one person <laughs> got in touch with him and said okay let us we want to shoot leathers and we want to do this yeah and the first thing even he asked me how is your english so good yeah <laughs> i said like it's like it's more or less like a mother tongue now for all yeah. of us over yeah. back in india yeah. english has become such a natural language yeah. that it just becomes so much easy to converse with anybody over there right so we were like wow <laughs> same thing even happened in germany yeah like couples like elderly couples came to us and like, how do you guys speak english so well and like Mm, what do you mean <laughs> yeah like even for me at home uh when i was growing up mm-hmm. same my mom is a kannadiga my dad is a malayali okay but i grew up speaking in english with both of them <laughs> i would converse i mean i do know my regional languages right but 70% of the time it would end up be me conversing in english right and that became such a habit that when i was growing up and in schooling also in kindergarten first kg and then first standard and all that uh the teachers were shocked they were like how is english so good yeah so they in the parent teachers conference they asked how, how does he speak english so well are you like giving him a special training and like, no that's just my husband and i always speak in english at home so he's just learning yeah. from that and yeah so that just becomes a big culture shock for them how do you guys know english so well <laughs> yeah and that's a very bangladeshian thing as well right yeah. you see a lot of uh, yeah. families here uh who don't know their mother tongues but have adopted english as yeah. their yeah. i know a lot of them yeah. so many most of our friends yeah. are like that right yeah. you go home, you go to their place and you see their parents talking in whatever yeah. is their mother tongue but yeah with the children it's in english yeah <laughs> yeah that's a it's a i mean i've noticed people in mumbai it's the other way around people talk in hindi right oh. it's something that people easily pick up yeah. uh, but with bangalore i feel there's a very different Bang- sort of a yeah. english little, has been more i don't know Modern. I think the culture's been that way right the the sort of even with rock and with the nightlife which is first i'd say kind of picked up in india in bangalore now it's a very different scene yeah uh, you you see how bangalore is not kind of keeping up the trends but it it has its own you I mean, know pros and cons like yeah. each like even we were having the same discussion that music has also evolved so much and changed so much in mm. this small city but it's part of growing and, yeah. you know everyone has to change at some point of time to cope up with whatever you're doing right you know and like i said it's an everyday thing with us every day we have to keep ourselves aware of what's the new song out mm. what's running on billboard top 100 right what is in the top 15 songs in bollywood or, right you know, we constantly need to keep up. and can we pull this off is mm. this something that falls in our lines is mm. this the kind of music that will catch the kind of audience who listens to us so mm. it's a constant change constant evolution constant learning so mm. learn 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 understand yeah. grow 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so as long as if you're open about it and you don't get that uh, oh i want to be let like this only yeah it you're fine like you know you it'll help you yeah absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, even with um, uh, you know anything be it your passion or be it anything that you're pursuing right 
there's this um, get rich quick scheme, right? You're just like quickly like let me just see if this band works in two months. I mean, two months is a very short time. It's it's just a small you know pin in the entire yeah. haystack, right? So you have to really give things time. I think one thing we, when we were talking about this a while ago, you were talking about how it takes time yeah. to kind of see. See, you, you you mentioned that I started this back in 2010 or 2013 and I'm seeing some sort of fruits right now. Yeah. Which, no, yeah. that's the thing with like whatever you do. Hmm. If you if you get lucky, that is pure luck right. which grows overnight. Right. That's just a few fortunate people who just get, it's like a one hit wonder. Yeah. But if you really want to survive, yeah. it takes time. Right. Like, like I said, we started in 2010. Mm. Now, when I think of it, I still can't believe I'm with this band for 10 years now. That's longer than I've been, even dated my wife and got married to her. <laughs> yeah. So she, sometimes even she's like, you're always with the band. <laughs> like, spend some time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, that's what we keep talking as well. Like, you know, it takes time. As long as you have the drive to push it and, you know, go, go, yeah. go. Yeah. Keep pushing through. Keep going. Yeah. You know, you will have your downs, but keep pushing. Yeah. But it takes time. It's There's nothing that happens overnight. Right. It, it, for sustenance, it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. You know? As long as you ha- have, and key is patience. Mm. As long as you have the patience to push through it. And you know, yeah, it, it takes a toll. You need to have patience, and especially when you're working with uh, different but yeah. like-minded people yeah. too, right? No, it is different. Yeah. It is always because chemistry is one thing that you say in the band, but that's there's so much more than just chemistry, right? Yeah. Like, right, like I said, you chemistry is when you you're playing the music. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, we're still functioning <laughs> as an entity, right? Yeah. So you have to make sure that all of us are agreeing to whatever changes and whatever we want to do as yeah. the band grows. Yeah. You know, all of us have to sync. If one guy says no, then we need to justify why you're saying no and then yeah. again go back and forth, figure it out and then okay, conclude, okay, yeah, let's try this method and then take it forward and you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that takes a toll. Yeah. You need to have patience to push through all of that. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, trust me. <laughs> It's I'm sure you've seen uh, oh, a lot of these yeah, kind of arguments yeah, and yeah. arguments is always happening. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's given. But that's part and yeah, it's awesome. part and parcel. Yeah, you know, there is you can never say that. Oh, we never uh, disagreed on a song. It's always there. Yeah, but you know, you okay, come to senses and like okay, figure out. Okay, not this, not this. Okay, what else can we do? What does talk through it? Yeah, yeah. You know? If we really feel that that song is worthwhile, then okay, figure out how we can execute it in our own way. You know? Right. So yeah, yeah, it requires patience. Believe <laughs> me when I say this. <laughs> Ten years being with a band like this, four guys. <laughs> uh, and uh, so this is one aspect of it, right? Within the band. But there's also uh, uh, some sort of a let's say a benchmark or some sort of, um, let's say, uh, level that you have to keep going with your viewers, your fans, your everyone that you interact with the outside, right? I'm sure um, you have to obviously modest, be modest about the whole thing to some extent at least. But how do you, how have you seen that change over time? Have you seen a lot of instances where uh, you guys have, maybe you have been required to do something that's a little something that you've never done before. Mm-hmm. 
or um, some, maybe instances that have taught you along the way that you know what I mean this band is great but you know it has both it's taken positive and negative ways as well you know obviously everybody does have a threshold mm-hmm. like you know uh, there's only that much you can actually push at times as well you know you, you need to be sometimes um, wise and like you know understand that okay just raising your voice and trying to bring conflict in a situation doesn't solve it mm. you need to figure it out and like, okay this doesn't work what do we do next or how do we this thing like so many times i like there have been an instance where i'm playing and suddenly the bass drum skin broke wow. now i can't say oh that's it i can't play yeah no cancel yeah. the show yeah. and had to figure so immediately in 5 minutes just immediately ripped out the skin patched it up put cello tape did, did that padding did that put it back in and like you know so while that was happening uh, my bandmates improvised they said okay let's do like an acoustic thing got it do like, you know and yeah. they just went so the, the crowd is still engaged I mean, yeah, you yeah. cannot leave the crowd hanging and they, they shouldn't be like hey what is happening exactly man? So you know that those kind of things are there, and then like you know suddenly a client says something, and it's not going with what you guys are. But you need to figure out. You need to even if you're if it's not something that you do, you also need to tell the client, okay, why you can't do it. Yeah. Like you know, the, you need to make them understand this. So there is ups and downs, like yeah. you know, but always try to keep it cool. Mm. Like you know, you cannot. You will never know who you try to trigger the wrong way. Yeah. Because you know, at the end of the day, it's all in part of the same ecosystem. Yeah. So it has been. There have been rough times and like, you know, crazy amount of <laughs> uh, situations. But you figure it out. Yeah. Like, you know, come to another conclusion. Like, yeah. Do something else that mm. still the at the end of the day you are in the business of. And I mean, at least I'm in the business of entertaining the crowd and making right. them feel nice. I cannot go back home saying, "Oh, sorry, guys, my bass drum broke. Yeah, I can't play anymore. <laughs> I have to figure out something else." Yeah. You need to be more open and creative that way. Like, okay, so okay, that is gone. What else can I do? Mm-hmm. Figure out something else. Execute it. As right. long as you're still fulfilling what you came there to do. Yeah, yeah. So it is, uh, and it happens within the band as well. So many times. There is situations where we don't agree on the same answer. Mm. You figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you speak, talk through, get it clear. Mm. Just holding it inside and like, oh, it's okay. I won't do it, but I will show you guys at the show. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. You know, yeah, all of you need to be on the same page. Yeah, if, it's you, a team effort. Yeah, it yeah. is hundred percent, hundred two hundred percent team effort. Yeah, like you always feed off each other. Yeah, each one's energy is what you absorb. Yeah. And if one guy is down, trust me, the <laughs> entire show looks bad. Right. Like yeah. even if one guy is not even giving his hundred percent. Yeah. It just sees, and crowd does realize all of them. They figure it out. Okay, something is not right. Right. They figure it out. So you cannot at any point say that. Oh, you know, we had a fight. Yeah. So no. Yeah. We are awesome. We stay awesome. Mm. You know, mm. execute it so that you want them to come back again and again, right? Of course, mm. yeah. And another thing, I think we spoke about, um, and I'm sure um, is one of the easiest ways to grow is to um, ensure that uh, you do your best, which you were talking about right now. But at the same time, also ensure that they go back happy because you never know who these people are. Yeah. 
and how these people your you know your viewers your listeners how those can open up other doors because i'm sure uh, your journey from india to outside locations as well be it through corporate or events or whatever it is all started because you were, you guys were very um, i mean you guys are very close to your community you were at least interacting the right line right so yeah. i'm sure that holds true for you guys now, well. so we kind of make it a rule or we try to make it a rule after every show we do go and talk to our fr- fans and friends and whoever comes there we're not like oh show done That's go to it. the side have dinner leave yeah. no yeah. we finish we go down we talk to all of them we interact with them yeah. we you know we like you know ask them what did you guys like is yeah. there something like, you know or uh, you know uh, get in touch with them through social media right. ask them to follow us and you know if there's any song request that you guys like please share it with us let us know we'll definitely try to learn it and next time so that helps us to bring them back again absolutely so right. you know you interact with them and then figure it out and then okay and so many times it happened hey man after yesterday's show this one fan came and uh, she was requesting this song that if we could do it next time mm. and then we share the song and then like, oh yeah we can actually pull this off and then we sit and rehearse it we figure it out so that next time when we play is there and we dedicated to that fan who ever said it right and like, oh wow yeah now and that helps you grow like that one fan now suddenly brings 10 more other people now those 10 more other people might also have interesting inputs right yeah. or that one friend might be like some major person in some events or something or like whatever it is right and you know it's all, a lot of it also initially for us worked with word of mouth right that's the and biggest tool yeah when most of these uh, groups and even companies for that matter yeah. it's organic growth right yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, if if you grow organically nothing will fail because those people have seen it and they vouch for it because right. they know it's not just hearing you online mm. or hearing you through social media and say oh the band is good yeah yeah when someone is man i have been to their show yeah awesome yeah and then you should hire them or you should go watch their show or you know right this is these guys will be perfect for the situation you guys are looking at yeah that's how it grows yeah till you reach i mean even when you're at that point also it's still like oh man you should call this band yeah even now it happens like that right so yeah and i think the same thing um, happened to you when you were uh, teaching music right that's basically how they picked you out yeah. and said is it possible for you to help yeah. out with this whole corporate training yeah yeah of course yeah and that's how i grew as well like you know because i was part of that institute and because i had been in the teaching business for so long mm. and had grown there as well a lot of people knew me in the teaching business mm. and a lot of the music shops mm. everyone knew me okay they, they okay. knew me and and i used to always come there to buy something pick up something you know yeah. so they knew okay i teach here i do this i have yeah. and some of my students who have come and learned from me have gone to those schools and like you know go gone to the shops and bought stuff and yeah. so they would ask where are you going oh abilash sent me yeah. Yeah. so i'd grown there and from there that's how i got into the that's how i got in touch with the corporate thing that i was doing and yeah. like you know yeah. it's again word of mouth so. right and yeah. then it grew 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 yeah. and, and that's how because of the word of mouth is when how i got whole one night stand started right yeah yeah you know because my guitarist knew me like hey i have this guy yeah <laughs> so he can come and play yeah, yeah. that journey basically started from there right so right. 
Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, it starts with that small little thing. Mm. And just goes bigger and bigger. Right. And I think uh, you talking about keeping up with the times and, you know, kind of rolling with the punches. Mm-hmm. In this case, uh, uh, with our whole COVID scene, uh, I think uh, a big industry that's yeah. taken a hit of, of course, your, uh, any of your performances, all of these things have been shelved. You don't know when it's going to come back. We, no one knows what the, yeah. you know, just the general situation is going to be. How are you guys kind of? Uh, you know, keeping up with that. Are you? Do you guys have something planned out right now? What's the? What does it look like? Uh, so obviously, no live shows. Mm. Uh, mm. That's still gonna take a while. Right. Uh, but we are trying to do a lot of online live streaming. Mm. Trying to create uh, 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 this one where we can perform live, streaming it live. So for I a mean, close community. Yeah. Angle. Like get a ticketed or whatever. Like you know. Get a, so that few people who are buying the tickets still have the feeling of okay they're going and watching a concert mm. it might be on your laptop or your tv or whatever but trying to it can never be as close can never be close to a live performance mm. you're a live act it's a totally different thing yeah you are specializing in that yeah now if you have to convert that into a live stream and like watching through a laptop or a tv or a, it is a different thing but again this is coping with times right like, you, know, you need to figure out somewhere like, yeah you know, how to change things how to make so that people still feel and they're children, doing something like oh these guys have become extinct where are they i yeah. don't even know about them anymore yeah you know so you, so we are there are a few shows in the pipeline okay we are figuring out the logistics and how to execute it and everything right so we kind of have spoken to a few people and like you know figured out a small concept so then right now there are a couple of recording studios which have opened up which are creating like a live stream performance mm. where mm. you can that sort of set up yeah, yeah. so you don't have to run around everywhere. You can just come to one spot, and uh, and there is social distancing between each yeah. bandmate. Yeah. And uh, setting up the whole thing because key thing in live is the streaming. Your internet needs to be good. Yeah. Uh, the quality of the this one needs to be good. The feed. It's yeah. Good. The feed and everything. So there are a few places which have started this thing. So. We then talks with all of them and trying mm. to figure out which where we can do something and okay. can figure it out. Yeah. And see, right now I'm hoping this is still right now like a temporary thing. Yeah. But if it becomes something concrete, we have another platform. Absolutely. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So now we have another platform where we can perform. Like, yeah. You know, so mm. there are now it's two ventures. It looks mm. like two ventures. You have your life and then you have this. Yeah. So, but again, it, it all goes back to showing everyone that you're not extinct. You're, you're yeah, still yeah. doing we're things. Still, yeah, we're still happening. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, social media has turned the spectrum of uh, anything for anybody in yeah. a big, big, big way. You can be in Antarctica <laughs> and the entire world will know you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that is the power of social media. Mm. So, unless you're on it and you're not doing something about it. Mm. They're not using it the right yeah. way. Yeah. Unless you're those, like, you know, I just like to see what other people are doing, mm. which is fine. Great. Yeah. But if you're in the business of it, yeah, you need to constantly come up with content. Yeah. Like, you constantly need to keep putting something out there. Right. right? So yeah. it, and everything has to have something related to what you are doing as mm. a person. So, mm. you know, so that's the, mm. like the band 
every day has something or the other we post you know, mm-hmm. you know, we have something putting out and like you know we have something sharing our stories are up our uh, posts are up and we this thing and we interact with the fans and we like you know constantly chatting with them like, you know, we have a team that Handles. Um, handles all of it yeah and at times even we involve ourselves and like you know we also respond to it we also share our fe- thoughts and feelings and like you know if there's something that's new and something changing or if there's a fan who's requested something and like, you know, these things so there's so much to it yeah so yeah. like i said it is a business of music like, yeah. you know there is so much to it it's not just me sitting and playing 8 hours a day and saying, <laughs> that's about it yeah no so, yeah so yeah That's awesome man. I I think that's a good place for us to uh uh wrap this up. Uh before we wind up, do, what's one message that you'd like to put out there? One thing for people, for viewers, anything that, you know, if you had to tell them, be it with the current times or just a general thought that you have, what would you like to tell our viewers and listeners? Um uh with regards to current time, this too shall pass. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's permanent. You will grow out of it. Mm. in terms of whatever else that you want to do in your life as long as you love it mm. do it mm. doesn't matter mm. as long as you have the time and you have the interest and passion towards whatever you're doing mm. do it mm. you know there i would never say that only doing this is good mm. whatever you're doing as long as you love it do it mm. and you can be the best at it so that's yeah. awesome yeah and uh, if people are to find you online where can they find you as well as the band um the band is on instagram and facebook best kept secret okay. best kept secret band mm-hmm. yeah, the moment you yeah search for it you find it mm-hmm. and uh, me is ekavilash mm. i'm available both on instagram and facebook that's the most happy spot i am on <laughs> okay okay right. <laughs> i'll anyway leave the links in the show notes for folks but thanks a lot man thanks a lot Thank for you. making time and Thank you know so coming much. down here yeah. and yeah this is just great was looking forward to more stories yeah sure absolutely <laughs> thanks man see you cheers man thanks. so that was our show i hope you guys enjoyed it uh it'll really help if you could drop us a like or a comment and subscribe to our channel So I'll catch you guys on the flippy flop if that's even a thing. I don't know man. I I don't really know how to end this episode. Anyway, I'll see you guys in the next one. Ciao. Bye-bye.